Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to My Gorgeous Son, the podcast where Andy is the highlight and the focus no. and the gorgeous. Featuring Everardo and Rolly Bush, who is absent today because his, his voice hurts from talking like that all the time. <laughs> so we're proud to present the world premiere of Mark in the House. Oh, man. Yay. Oh, boy. Baby. We love it. Feels good to uh, finally be me, to let my whole vibe shine through for the first time. I'm coming to you uh, <laughs> from the gym. I'm next to the closet of my gym i've just been sort of hanging out laying low how are you guys doing we're doing I'm, oh yeah i'm doing good. good yeah how are you yeah oh great yeah i'm doing well yeah i'm staying active staying fit yeah i just actually speaking of the gym i just bought some uh, jump ropes trying to get active and oh, i nice. keep i keep uh <laughs> stubbing my own toe on the jump rope and also okay. there's my apartment is too small there's nowhere to do it yeah, that's a real, like, that's not the first piece of equipment I would recommend <laughs> buying for a Toronto apartment. And do you have, are you on a top floor? Are there people under you? Oh, yeah, I'm on the 39th floor. So 39th floor. Are... 39th floor. Here's the, here's the gag on uh, jump ropes. The thing that makes it an exercise, you can do that without the rope. Yeah, you really true. jump up and down, basically. Yeah, you really don't I, need that rope, man. I like the kind of the clicking of the rope hitting the floor. I agree. The rope's nice. Mm-hmm. You but, can't uh, go outside. There's no outside space where you can jump rope. Well, no. My, well, my balcony, but then it's too windy. I wouldn't want to jump rope on a balcony. I'd be scared. Yeah. Also, there's cracks in my balcony, and I feel like every jump is like <laughs> I'm gonna like uh, be in some sort of death situation. The yeah, balcony crumbles below me. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. But you don't want than... your mumble. You don't want your uh, balcony to crumble below you like Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to fall. Your girlfriend puts one fingernail into the back of your hand, <laughs> gouges you until you fall into the wildebeest. God. Yeah. Which is what we call Toronto business people. You're in the business district, right, oh. Ev? Oh yeah, I'm right in the heart of the business district. Pretty much. That's yeah. that must be fun. It is Finally. pretty empty. Like it is very empty. This Fuck part yeah. of town, which is nice. I feel like people are taking the whole quarantine thing serious, like less and less seriously. I'm is seeing, that right? I went to the grocery store today, and I saw people coming out with like one item. Like they just, it's, it's not. Oh, a, they're just yeah. hanging out. They're just hanging <laughs> out, chilling out, touching all the produce. Things like that. They're like they just don't give a shit. I, I it's mean, nice I, to get back into our routines of touching produce, and living yeah, our yeah. lives. I miss it. I think it's. Mm. I think that's a thing. I'm absolutely. I don't know about you guys, but I've gone full. This thing's a hoax. I'm not <laughs> into it. I'm organizing walk around protests. I'm not going to let the man tell me to stay inside. Well, I'm actually doing kind of the taking it the opposite way I, I, i'm encouraging people to stay home and kind of kind of boosting morale for a lot of people and i'm, I'm kind of doing like a patch adams sort of thing oh, i'm also are? trying to do try, i'm itching to do stand-up as well so i'm going to i'm going into hospitals doing stand-up for the doctors and nurses oh, uh, okay are you wearing a mask um well yeah i i, I do use a mask because i gotta uh, tell you a clown <laughs> with a surgical mask that is the joker <laughs> <That is. laughs> there's no yeah, more steps I'm, to being the joker 
I do dress up as a clown and, and wear the mask for safety. And the, the mask kind of muffles my jokes. So then I take it off and, and say them again to the nurses yeah. and doctors. Many times they've wasted uh, tests, like supply. I've wasted supplies. I'm running out of material. I'm trying to do the Howie Mandel rubber <laughs> glove over my head. You're using <laughs> hospital supplies to do prop comedy? <laughs> How do they feel? But it's kind of in a Patch Adams kind of way. How do they feel when you have that mask and you just take it off to tell your joke and then throw it in the garbage and then take like, it, I'll be like, put it on? <laughs> are, are they like, that's, what are you doing? Like, I'll be, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there in my clown costume and I'll be with a mask and I'll say, and then I'll be like, oh, how about Tiger King or whatever? And I'll have to say it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. So everyone's like, please, sir, bleep, don't come in, stop coming <laughs> in here. Wait, so not only are you performing ill-advised stand-up in the hospital, you're using new material. <laughs> You're talking about the Netflix show you just watched? What's your Tiger King? Yeah, I'm working King out. I'm working out material. Do you have a Tiger King joke? Did you write one? Did you write one? No, no I actually didn't write one. But I, my, my thing with Tiger King is... Oh, yeah, tell me your thing. <laughs> tell me your yeah. thing. Don't tell me a joke. Just tell me your deep, your bone-deep issue with Tiger King. I'm not going to get into material here, but here is my thing with Tiger King. Everyone who's getting into it now, they're like, oh, I'm finally, I'm, I'm biting, I'm getting into Tiger King. It's like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We watched just, it already. Who gives, it's over. Can I just say that, uh, you remember when uh, Dennis uh, Miller, I think, used to say, I don't want to go on a rant here, and then he'd do a rant? You saying, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get into material here, is the laziest <laughs> version of that I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't want to do anything prepared or thought through here. Yeah, but, some uh, riffing in the hospitals. <laughs> I'm, and I'm Imagine. actually thinking of taking it to old folks' homes, kind of cheering oh, up. Oh, it's a good idea. They're mis absolutely miserable right now. They could Honestly, really use some cheering up. I bet they would be so unhappy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I was in a hospital or a retirement home and a good stand-up comedian started doing comedy for me in that context, it would be so hard for them to be good. Yeah. Old people are uh, very, 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 very miserable. When I was 10 years old, my mom dressed me up. No, no, for, I guess eight. She dressed me up as Santa Claus. And mm -hmm. I went around and gave cookies to all these old people at the old folks yeah. home. And then like 15 years later, I came back to that same old folks home. And I was dressed up as Santa Claus again. My <laughs> great grandmother was there. And I was handing out. Uh, and there was an old man who looked at me there. And he like, I was like handing him out. And he looked up at me. And I had this nice cookie all wrapped up. And he just looked at me and he went, I don't want your cookie. <laughs> he just fucking like turned away. And then I felt so sad. And this other woman grabbed me. She said, come here, come here, come here. And she took me into her, into her like little apartment. And she opened up the freezer. And she like pulls out this like old fucking cookie. And she's like, I have been holding on to this for 15 years. I remember you. Like she was that. <laughs> she oh was my that God. Lonely. Yeah. What she, did why she, didn't she try it? Yeah. What? Why did she keep it? She, I, I guess she just thought it was such a special moment in her life because she just like, no one would come and visit her. That's so yeah. sad. That's not That's a like her story. wedding cake. Just like it's her wedding cake. <laughs> Okay, yeah, listen, we got to we got to introduce our guest because this is such a big one. It's especially big for Trekkies and big old nerds like Andy who I know is going to cream his fucking oh jeez khakis over this. I'm What's very excited. I'm very very excited. He is the captain of one of the starships. No wait, a station in one of the star it doesn't he's matter. Also, it's both. It's both for God's sakes. We'll he's, learn all about the nuances. Oh, Please welcome from Deep Space 9 Captain Benjamin Cisco. 
And, uh, Mark! Whoa. Your time is in peril, man. Stay inside, damn you. <laughs> As you can see, I'm here. I'm, I'm making sure that the Defiant is ready to fight coronavirus. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Well, my boy Jake. Wow. My boy Jake. He's, Captain, he's been taken to be ill. Wait, wait, what? wait. Jake is ill? Hold on. Jake Cisco is ill? My boy Jake. But that's he's taken ill. But that's okay, because isn't isn't like it's younger people are, are going to be all right, aren't they? Yes, but he's also a black man, Andy. Oh, okay. I Just like me, yeah. it's unproportionately affecting people of color. Oh, oh, I, I, I heard that, and that's that's just that is terrible. So be careful and stay safe, Jake. I hope. I hope. Yes, Wait, he's in the he's in the infirmary. Okay, Captain Cisco, are you saying your your son has coronavirus? That's correct. He's also got March Madness, which I know it's no longer March. Oh, my God. Man, so it's even spread to, to space. <laughs> wait, what the fuck what is going on? Po- Who is that? What could that possibly be in reference But to? wait, hold on. Who in is- the world of Captain Cisco. <laughs> He's got March, March Madness. Madness. <laughs> it's contagious. It's more contagious than H1N1. Oh, my God. March Madness. Like, yeah. I, uh, uh, that's a shame that he has March Madness because he just got over spring fever. Yeah, uh, you were talking about before. Oh, you, you don't understand. But I'm also here with a message of warning. Oh. I've got to get rid of this COVID nineteen. Oh, got so to get rid saying, of it. So you're saying COVID nineteen <laughs> in the future is is everywhere. That's the problem. It, it, it is everywhere. Although we do have mostly herd immunity, but it, it skipped me and Jake. It skipped me and Jake. Damn it. Oh. Wait. So your your warning <laughs> is just that we have to get rid of it, and you have no advice of how <laughs> to do it. Because we know Everardo, that. we're working on that. Everardo, listen to me. We are back in time where there are fewer people. In the future, there are billions, maybe trillions more who it could spread to. We have to stop it now. Look okay. later now. Damn. I see, I see. <laughs> this is honestly quite good. I have to say, you really do remind me, and you are the Cisco of old, especially with the lip quiver. It's, it's truly uh, mm. spot on, if I could just say. Andy, very, I thank you so much. much. Yeah, so <laughs> much. Andy. Now, what I know of you, Captain Cisco, from the handful of episodes of your documentary series, Deep Space Nine, Deep that Space I've Nine. watched, <laughs> is that you are such a weird dad. <laughs> the way you communicate with your son is bananas. Um, Define weird. Define yeah. weird, my boy. I don't know. You're so intense. Does Jake ever say to you, like take it easy no no no. especially when i tuck him in at night and give him a kiss on the forehead and both cheeks he says that he <laughs> loves it oh, he says I, I love this come close, come close. wow oh my the thing is i will say I, it did get a little bit weird later on as jake got older when he started he was like 11 years old but like when the series or the documentary ended he was like he was 17 captain cisco what are you guys doing on the uh ship to like keep morale up during this hard time Okay, well, you know you what? Do. You understand. We, we have the holodeck, and I've allowed yeah. all pornographic programs to be played on the holodeck 24-7. Okay. Oh, were you controlling that yes. before? Was there only certain hours of the day when you could do porno? That's correct, and it's, uh, we're under uh, martial law now, so I told Quark, Quark, you better let them watch their porn. Who's, who's <laughs> in charge of this martial law? Is it you? Well, the Federation president, Jarish Enyu. And he told us to take over the government. And martial law, as you understand, is the military taking over uh, the government. 
And right. Starfleet is military, right. technically, yes. And Starfleet so. is the military, so you're in command. Okay, Captain Cisco. Can I ask, uh, please, below below your window to outside, is that your mail? <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you have letters to attend to? Andy, every Starfleet captain gets physical media. I like books and I do like mail. This is from my doctor, Dr. Bashir. Oh. Uh, says, I, says, says that Jake has COVID-19. And it, oh. I will say that we're up to COVID-69 now, huh? <laughs> Wait. Oh, what? What, what does it mean? What is the tone? <laughs> we're up to the 69th. Novel 69th coronavirus. novel coronas and they do like, virus and they do that <laughs> so what COVID-69, what is the, am i right what's, what's yes. different okay. about covid 69 i heard that with novel with covid 69 only half the people really get into it and the other half it's not really for that well, like a small percentage of people really get sick with it and then the rest of and then <laughs> most people are just like oh yeah sure <laughs> i guess i have it I guess I'll have it sometime. Oh, yeah, is it true that COVID-69 is an acquired taste? <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, everyone's in need of entertainment right now. So we thought we would recommend some of our favorite video game adaptation movies. So these are just movies that you can hopefully track down and watch if you're a gamer like Andy or a movie head like Ev. You can These will scratch both <laughs> itches. So number one. This goes without saying, Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Andy, oh, yeah. what did you think of Mario Brothers? Actually, you know what? Before you tell me what you thought about it, I'll just read a little bit of the Wikipedia plot summary. Because I saw this when I was 10 years old, and I, yeah. don't, I, did, I don't remember it. So this, even this first paragraph of the plot summary blew my mind. Uh, <laughs> first of all, it was, the, it was directed by a husband and wife team, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel, two names wow. that no one has ever heard since <laughs> i know i have some stories about it but anyway yeah okay uh but yeah. we are two days away from a husband appreciation day so i wanted to mention that. <laughs> okay april 18th <laughs> is husband appreciation day so uh good on your rocky morton wonderful director wonderful <laughs> husband here's the mm-hmm. first paragraph of the wikipedia plot summary about 65 million years ago a meteorite crashes into the earth killing the dinosaurs and splitting the universe into two parallel dimensions the surviving dinosaurs cross into a new dimension and evolve into a humanoid race. In the present, a mysterious woman leaves a large egg along with a rock at a Catholic orphanage. But as she attempts to leave, she is accosted by King Koopa, who demands the location of the rock. Rocks then fall onto the woman. <laughs> the egg then hatches, what? containing an infant girl. 20 years later, Italian-American plumbers Mario and Luigi live in Brooklyn, New York. (laughs) Okay. What a wild opening. (laughs) She's got an egg and a rock, and then she's killed by more rocks? What the hell? So hard to follow. Why does Koopa want the rock and not the egg? What's the rock? What's the egg? Here is the thing about this, okay? The backstory of this was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had just come out, or had come out a couple years ago. It was very popular. It was an adult version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story, the the, 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 the cartoon, okay? The comic. I remember when that movie came out, adults were the ones who loved it. 
<laughs> well, it was well. That's the thing. It was like well, it was dark, and people it did really well. So this husband and wife team were like, we want to take this weird game that nobody knows about, uh, silly, and we're going to make it like raw and real. And Nintendo had never worked with them. Like, all right, sure. But they were like a nightmare to work with. And at one, like at one point in the shooting, there was like an extra and he didn't look dirty enough and grimy enough. So the fucking director, the guy, the husband was like, you got to look more dirty. And he had a hot coffee and he just threw it at the guy and like fucking threw because he was like, you, you got to dirt, dirty your shirt up. And he threw it and it just like burned the guy's chest. And then like that was that was it. He's like, go, go, go. Get going. They were like monsters to work with. It was oh, a, it was madness. And Nintendo at the That's time behavior worthy of King Koopa himself. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, Dennis <laughs> Hopper didn't know what he was doing, but he did it for the kids, his kids, because they loved Super Mario Brothers. And he was like, "This is the worst wow. thing I was ever. Uh, I hate it." Luxamo and Bob Hoskins got wasted. They were drunk in every scene. Wow. Uh, they were just <laughs> drunk. And at one really? point. Lugazamo was drunk driving, and he and he and he. Are you calling him Lou Gazamo? Sorry, no, wait, not John Lugazamo, right? Isn't that right? Leguizamo, 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 yeah. sounds like a third Mario brother. <laughs> no, Lugazamo. Bob Hoskins. I, I'm a, I'll actually fix your fucking toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah Lucas Amo did all the actual plumbing. All right, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> this part was actually on the final at Starfleet Academy, and in the movie, <laughs> their last names are also Mario. They're they the Mario brothers. So Mario it's Mario, brothers. Mario, and Luigi Mario. Yeah, on the Mario, Mario. <laughs> That's wow. in the movie. He's like, "What's the your fuck? last name?" Mario. So you're Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario, and they're like, "Yeah." So what? And they kind of like mug to the camera. That's what? Yeah, the Mario that's in the movie? That's in the movie. It's like literally in the movie. <laughs> and then it wow. cuts to one of the members of Duran Duran and he's like, checks out. So it's so cool. Captain Sisko, you've seen Mario Brothers, the movie. Oh, uh, tw late 20th century media was my final at the Starfleet Academy. Your final? Oh, that you, final. you majored in that. I'm, I, well, it was one of my five. It was one of my uh, you, classes. That's that's inter That's interesting that you had sort of a cultural component to being a captain. Of course. As a captain, I am the extension of the law of the Federation. I have to know everything about it. Oh, and what okay. was a what was a movie that you enjoyed uh, in, in that course? Uh, deep Impact, because it featured a black president. Oh. Ah, and the word deep. Deep. As in Space Nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really blew your mind with that. <laughs> well, at the time, I was a mere cadet at the at the academy, so I did not know I would serve at Deep Space Nine. Also uh, called Terok Noor. Yes, it or, was originally Terok Noor. I knew that. Okay. Yeah, no, it was, it was Terok oh. Noor when the Cardassians had it. Um, cool. Anyway, cool. <laughs> no, um, I mean, never to, never to bring on another Star Trek guest. Oh, please. He's just giddy. And, Andy, I just love Andy's that. talking about video games and Star Trek. This is too much for Andy in one episode. No, it's yeah. great. I have something to talk about for once. It's wonderful. <laughs> too many treats. Too yeah. many treats for Andy. This you is really your, nice. You give your puppy too many treats, he doesn't. He starts to expect fucking them. puppy. <laughs> I want to see the next uh, fucking video game thing. We're I like want to see a remake of the Mario Brothers movie, <laughs> like a modern remake with uh, Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro using Irishman technology to be Mario and Luigi. <laughs> you want them to de-age for it? <laughs> yeah, because they have to be Mario and Luigi. Some of the crazy, you know, when you're a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you're a plumber you get called on some crazy missions yeah you gotta bounce on a couple turtles heads <laughs> and then it would show uh robert de niro bouncing on a turtle's head but it would be so weak <laughs> and, we'd be, and we're like oh <laughs> and it'd make like, you kind oh, of man. sad a bit 
like, young no. Robert De Niro would have destroyed yeah. that turtle. Who else would That'd you cast cool. in Mario Brothers? Uh, Sebastian Menescalco. He's your generation's finest comedian. Oh, would you yeah. put Sebastian he... Menescalco as King Koopa? I would, oh. I would put Sebastian Maniscalco so as a Waluigi. <laughs> oh. With him, Sebastian oh. Maniscalco as Waluigi and Danny DeVito as Wario. With with Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro, Irishman DH. That's that Bobby be Cannavale. Yeah, who would Bobby Cannavale be? Koopa? <laughs> okay. <laughs> put a lot of thought into this, though. Um, I've got some other fun uh, video game adaptations to read out. They're just I was just researching uh, best video game adaptations into movies. Uh, there was a Mario Kart movie. Did you guys know that? No. Here's the plot summary. An aging Steven Seagal stars as Toad, a muscular mushroom hell-bent on winning the 150cc Grand Prix in order to win enough money to pay for his mother's stem surgery. Featuring Jim Brewer as Yoshi, and uh, there's a here's a here's a famous exchange, I guess. Uh, Toad says, <clears throat> Toad says, Yoshi, how long is your tongue? And Yoshi says, You tell me, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Yoshi who says that. Yeah, and uh, I guess uh, Yoshi's also always trying to shoehorn a Tracy Morgan impression in there, and it makes everyone uncomfortable. Are you? Do you? Do you know any other famous lines from this movie, uh, Ev? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's that one time when uh, I, I think I just saw the trailer and Steven Seagal kind of like angrily looks at Yoshi. And he's like, Yoshi, are you high? Yeah. And uh, he's like, I didn't think so, but I'm talking to a mushroom. And then, <laughs> so <laughs> you tell like, me, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You say you tell me. man. <laughs> you tell me, man. I'm the one talking to a mushroom. You tell me. <laughs> um, did you guys see the. Uh, here, here's an interesting case. Um, you know the movie Spotlight? It came out a few years ago. With, uh, I think Michael Keaton was yeah. in that, maybe? Yeah, that's what? Um, yeah. they, that movie uh, actually started as a video game. A lot of people don't know that. Really? Um, I've never played the video game, but I read a description of it. It's a, uh, a video game about a newspaper reporter trying to gather enough evidence to expose the Catholic Church for its abuse scandals while a bunch of priests run around saying, teehee, you'll never prove what I did. <laughs> so i guess i guess you got to catch the priests and but they're wily they're kind of very sun. weird game i don't it's really kind of like a like a pac-man like you're yeah. like the oh, evidence okay. is dots and like the priests are like the ghosts <laughs> yeah 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 you have to like get it in one level it's like you go into like a room where a priest is like shredding evidence and he's going whoopsie tee hee <laughs> you were you're late <laughs> um, and, and i actually, actually can't wait for the sequel mrs spotlight <laughs> now this one captain cisco is going to love but andy would you read uh this is my favorite video game that i've ever played it's a star trek video game and andy why don't you read all about it okay it's um i haven't played this i guess but it's called Worf's revenge Worf's so, revenge yeah yeah Worf. yeah Lieutenant commander Worf. yeah Worf. is how is he doing in this is he does he do klingons are klingons part of like can they get covid 69 he's out <laughs> there right now fighting it Okay. And you, he's fighting it. He's you. fighting it. He's literally fighting it. All right. He's fighting it with his with phaser inside. <laughs> That's amazing. Here's, here's my impression of Worf doing a 69 with someone who's proposed to him that they do a 69. This is not a 69. Okay. <laughs> and it's because in Klingon culture, a 69 is something else. What is it? That's pretty good. 
Yeah, it's, that's pretty good. It's standard that's... missionary style sex where you just scream at each other that you're enjoying it. This guy gets right. it. You, I didn't have you, get, you get it. All right, I'm going to read this video game, okay? It's called Worf's Revenge. And Worf is a young Klingon who loves Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, which in Klingon culture celebrates the birth of, um, fuck off, Globthrop. A big, yeah. ugly piece of shit huh. <laughs> who believes in honor. But when Picard cooks Christmas dinner for the crew and fails to include the traditional glob thop ass bone, Worf, uh, Worf throws a fit and kills himself. Okay. Yeah, that's this, this is, is all pre-game. This is a pre-game? This is all the title. Yeah, this is like the cutscene yeah. at the beginning. Oh, Jesus. Okay, this is where the game begins. Okay, you play as Worf's brother, Worf. <laughs> yeah, Worf. Worf with, with a V. And you That's must, what we call him, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a, well. He does have a brother. He's not, his name he is does, fucking Warv. Not uh, Warv, but we call him Warv because it's okay. fun. Yeah. It's all right. Fun. All right. Okay. Might and you must brother. you must find a way to bring back uh, to bring Warv back. No, Warf. Sorry, sorry, I got it mixed up. Oh you have to God. bring you have to find a way to bring Warf back to life by collecting enough of Data's tears again. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta okay, be careful. Data doesn't like. People think he doesn't have eye moisture. And he, he doesn't like, produce eye moisture. Fucking cry. And he'll use the holodeck or whatever to travel to olden times to stop you. Yeah. <laughs> featuring Worf, uh, featuring cutscenes of Worfie in hell, <laughs> screaming <laughs> and begging for mercy while God Globthrop wails on him with his powerful ass. Okay. All right. That part I like. Yes, that part is that, great. He does have <laughs> this, a powerful ass. It's it's really fun, and you got it. The whole video game essentially Data's the villain and also the savior. It's really interesting, and you got to yeah. catch Data, who keeps traveling to olden times. And every time you catch him, he he narrowly escapes. And then he goes, "Tee hee, you'll never get my magic tears." How what is Warv always saying? Oh is Warv is his catchphrase? He has like kind of a catchphrase in that game. He's always saying, oh his like, his catchphrase is, "I hope I succeed." Oh, yeah, that's his catchphrase. I hope this works out. I hope I succeed for my brother. Yeah, yeah Worf kind of is like a bit neurotic, kind of second guesses himself. Yeah, so like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he, he says a lot of stuff like, I wouldn't have been my first choice. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I wish Worf were actually here. Damn it. Uh. Jake, Worf. Wow. Uh, when, wow. Towns, when, townspeople, when townspeople say things to him like, You'll never do this. He turns to the camera and says, "See what I'm dealing with." <laughs> he talks to the cat. He talks to the user, to the player. I yeah, it. I absolutely love it. Wow. So those are some great those video game game adaptations that you can check out if you're interested. If you're looking for ways to pass the time during this yeah. this stretch, um, does anyone else have any? Uh, do you, Captain Cisco, have any uh, video game adaptations that you're a particular fan of? Andy, oh, what's well, going on? Why are you making that stink face? Sorry, my I'm just really stinky. Like I'm really like I've been inside, and I think it's the Red Bull. I think I'm having the Red Bull sweats. Like I'm Red Bull I, sweats. Yeah, like I just had a lot of Red Bull. And it's really warm in here, and things are getting really bad. Like I haven't really left my I haven't left my apartment in a long, 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 long time. So I'm starting to go a little crazy. I oh. feel bad because my roommates are very nice to me, but. Um, I, I think they can feel it. They can feel my tension and, and, and awkward and weirdness right now. You know, among was, you and your roommates, who is in command? Who's in command? Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's I would you. say, honestly, I think, yeah. I think, I think my roommate, I think Claire, uh, I guess Claire, 
Claire is Claire is uh, someone who I'll give her. She would not agree. Like she would not want the command. The but that that in of itself is an that's a good commander. Yeah, she and she keeps she keeps us on point. If things oh, she aren't clean. she cleaned when I was there. She rearranged stuff. Has she been there the longest? Yes, she yes she has. Yeah, that's and, that's, but, that's what does it. But she's a good commander because you don't feel like she's a commander. You know, you don't feel that she's she yeah. keeps everybody. I think if she left, things would fall apart. I think you would be promoted. Right. Yeah. Oh God, I don't want it. I don't want it. I got I got my room. I'm fine. I got my Red Bull. Um, it's, it's what you said that you the man does not seek the office. The office seeks the man. <laughs> hey man, that's uh, how I feel about. Uh, the american office i didn't want to but it pulled me in you, really oh no wait are you actually serious and now i can't get enough of jim pam and that delightful dwight fuck off are you really serious you like or as i, I call like. him delightful <laughs> i i gotta watch it i'm gonna go through it i haven't seen it I yet like phyllis i've seen the british office like 40 times so i gotta like get into this I, I people say it's good it's not the office that's all i have to think it's like it's not the british office it's not a it's its own thing and I'm gonna watch it. It's good. It's Until good. like season five or something. And okay, that's like pretty good. But is it like that heartwarming shit? That's like I can't, I can't do it. It does get it's a like little separate. bit. Of life is it's pain, like man. I don't want to see people. Life is pain. The pranks are better, Jimmy. Andy. The pranks are better. The pranks are better. And if you're watching for the pranks like I am, you're gonna get more than your fill. Sometimes uh, <laughs> the pranks take up seventy five percent of an episode. <laughs> There's that a great sense. prank where yeah. Jim orders a stripper cake for Dwight. Yeah. And Dwight has had enough, and uh, and he um, kills the woman inside, inside, and then everyone looks at him like Dwight, and Dwight goes, "I knew what I was doing, and I will accept the repercussions." And then Michael See, that's comes a commander. out. Yeah. Michael comes out and he claps like this. Ugh. Yeah. And then Dwight <laughs> Dwight goes to jail. <laughs> no, that's what it has that the Weird. British office didn't have. Multiple episodes where Dwight goes to jail. <laughs> yeah. Ev, you, of course, remember the one where a baby gets left in the basket on the doorstep of the American office office building. Right. And, uh, Dwight, <laughs> and Dwight doesn't tell anyone about it and just kind of brings it right to the back uh, dumpster. Like, yeah, he throws, <laughs> he throws it away. And then everyone was watching because it was a prank from Jim and Dan yeah. to see what he'd do. And the then they like, what the it. hell? <laughs> yeah, and then Dwight turns to them really solemn and he goes, I knew it was wrong as I did it, but I guess I, but I did it anyway. And I will accept the repercussions. <laughs> and then the police show up and drag him away. It's oh a great God. show. It's really good. I like how they pivoted in season five and just started calling it Dwight's Crimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm oh. actually a big fan of the Ferengi office. Oh, you like the, the witch? Ferengi? The Ferengi, the Ferengi office. office. The Ferengi oh, where office. where Jim's yeah. constantly tickling Dwight's ears and making him come, <laughs> <laughs> and all the women are naked. <laughs> that's a pretty good Vegas. reference, there, Mark. Uh, that's impressive. <laughs> you did I watched it. one season of Deep Space Nine. I liked it. It's a, it's oh okay. <laughs> it's some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life, but some of the best. The guy who plays Quark is amazing. Yeah, the guy who oh, plays Quark. Quark is really good. That's the thing. DS9 has some of the best and worst episodes of Star Trek. Truly. There's stuff that's so, so good. And then there's also one where, like, Quark goes through a sex change to do a business operation. And it is very problematic. It is not. It does not age well. And it's funny. In our past, we have Star Trek as well. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, what? You have Star Trek in, in Star... In, what? 
I'm in from your future, and we have the show Star Trek in our past. It's it's weird. <laughs> oh yeah. So that that must be really everything's like, kind of predicted. Me. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's the logic loophole we need to allow you to just chat about the show with us. Yeah. <laughs> big fan. Um, big fan of that Ferengi office again. The spinoff. Oh yeah. Space Nine. Let's jump ahead to our favorite final segment, which is, of course, Everardo's Trivia. This is just a quick uh, trivia. Maybe people in the uh, in the comments can even partake. It's just RuPaul race character or Star Trek character. I'm just going to oh, name wow. some names and we guess. And this is all seasons of RuPaul and all iterations of Star Trek. So. Captain Sisko, I feel like you're going to be good at this one. I, yeah. I promise you this is going to be harder than it seems. Yeah, it could be because I don't even know if these are real characters or if they're just like one off we'll see um okay we'll start uh, with borg queen what do we think about borg queen <laughs> there's no way there's a drag race drag queen called borg queen could be oh fuck you <laughs> it's got queen right in there borg queen that's a really good one to start with i'll tell you this it's good to laugh again in the face of this scourge <laughs> I'm going to say Star Trek character. I'm going to say Star Trek. Star Trek character. Yeah, that, that's a Star Trek character. Okay, what about Acaria Davenport? And I don't know if I'm saying these what? right at all. I don't watch any of these shows. So so maybe what? this game is only hard for me, the guy who created it. Hey, what? I you don't watch Drag Race? I have seen every episode of Drag Race, so I'm a little bit... <laughs> not very have you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even like it that much anymore. It's just I can't stop. It's just stop. on. It's just on Netflix. It's I'm going to say drag queen. Me. I'm going to say RuPaul's drag queen character. I think um, isn't there a isn't there a storyline in uh, the Next Generation where they visit the house of Davenport <laughs> and have to battle <laughs> all the Davenports? Listen, this is a drag race character, and I know it well. Damn. I know oh. it well. Yep. All, all right. right. And it's Akiria. Akiria. Show <laughs> some fucking respect. Well, let's see Akiria from this. the House of Davenport. From the House Ooh, of Davenport. From the House of Davenport. Okay, what about Delta Work? You better work. I know this one. <laughs> I know all of these. Yeah, I wish true. I didn't. Yeah. That means well, it's a, I, I mean, it's I a drag race character. Yeah, like it's not Star Trek, so I'm assuming it's the other one. Wait, but Ev, is the thinking behind this question... <laughs> that we're going to be like, oh, Delta sounds like a quadrant. So, yes, exactly. So there's a Star Trek character called Delta Work. <laughs> Last name Work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But all these are like, this Star Trek character could be a drag queen, maybe. Yeah, my name is Bleed in, in Warp my, Work. My, like, you know, what is, what about... My name is Hondo Job. That's a Dax. That's uh, that's Jadzia Dax. Jadzia Dax. Jadzia Dax. And she, you know what? She, oh my God, she could do no wrong. She could be on RuPaul's if she wants, but uh, that's a oh, Star she's, Trek character. She's in DS Nine, right? She's the one that's with one the of worm my, in her. That's right. She's a true. You know she's what? Best episode of Deep Space Nine that I saw was the one where the Trill Worm guy was on trial for a crime he committed in his previous host body. Yeah, that that's was right, awesome. the old man. That was actually the old really man good. Crew on Dex. That was a sweet episode, and then and then Picard or uh, you, I think Captain Cisco had to prove that um, the combination of Trill and Host created a new a thing, new autonomous person. Well, the Trill symbiote and the Trill person—they're called—they're both called Trill. 
I see. And um, only that type of person can take all this in my own. <laughs> okay, Andy, what do we think about this? Who's, who's Tasha Yar? Oh, Andy. Stop it. Come on. Are, this, are these big characters? Tasha Yar, are you kidding? Tasha Yar was in the first season of Star Trek, and she died in the skin of evil. Thank you very much. And she Andy. killed by in that episode. True or false, she was a pirate. False. True. Why? How do you pronounce her last name, Andy? Uh, Yar, she was not a pirate. She was a Let's just say officer. I wouldn't call my character uh, Tasha Amady if I didn't by, want people to say I Amady. Played by Denise Crosby. Thank you very much. Denise anyway. Crosby? Yeah. That's right. She famously quit the show and got and had a worse career afterwards. Well, famous. But if, oh. Yeah, I know. And, he, and Rick Berman, like, ripped her fucking like communicator badge off after her final scenes like you, you don't deserve to wear anymore. that uniform he was like you won't be needing this <laughs> what a fucking Whoa. piece of shit wow. i have no son yeah it's like fuck you dude it was they such forgave a cool her. she came back she that came sucks. back a couple times they forgave her yeah yeah anyway trash tasha yar yeah yeah yar it's true yar died from tar i love that because she died by this tar this black goop which is printer's ink really fucked up right. it sounds like you're well, describing an episode of the office <laughs> oh, oh I'm going well loopy. that's our game, <laughs> game. I'm going loopy, guys oh my god this every day so i'm gonna do this every day guys, well listen um what a treat it's been to have you on the inaugural episode captain cisco of mark in the house i hope you've had oh, a good time what an honor okay you look that's covid it's attacking COVID is oh, attacking no. me oh, now shit. in my command center. Oh, no. Oh. Careful. Any last words, Captain, before uh, before you're forced to leave us to escape COVID? Just remember that just because Joe Biden is the presumptive nominee doesn't mean that we still don't have to elect Bernie Sanders. <laughs> just remember that. <laughs> okay, well, all right, then. We can still do it. <laughs> okay. And okay. defeat COVID-19 and COVID-69. Jake! This, Jake, Do you have bye information bye. from the future that we need to know about? I do! Just remember, don't ever... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Shit. Well, I don't think he knew he was on a Canadian podcast, but we didn't make it clear. No, we really didn't. We didn't. We that have was no power us. over electing anybody, really. So We'll let them know. Even our own representatives. Did I tell you guys... Listen, we got to wrap this up, but did I tell you that I found Ratatouille porn online? <laughs> of course you did. Of course. It was so... So easy to find. I don't Is even. He I didn't even the guy's hair and telling him like go deeper or whatever. <laughs> yes, he is. But it's all visual. He doesn't have to say anything. You can just tell what the rat oh wants. Oh my god! Okay. If you Google "sexy ratatouille," I think that'll do it. And uh, you can see ratatouille forcing the young man to to go down. <laughs> Thanks so much, and uh, we'll be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time with a new wonderful guest. Who knows who it'll be? Here's hoping Rolly's voice gets better, but if it doesn't, let's just say you might be sticking around in the house. In the house. Nice. Check out at uh, uh, Chris on Twitter if you want to peek into right. the imagination of Chris Sandyford. No Chris Sandyford is so funny. He's, he's right One up there. One of our favorite comedians. We love him. Okay, um, guys. Okay. Bye, everyone. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! 
Hi, I'm Erin Pym, the host and producer of the Bedpost podcast. My show is a sex and sexuality podcast that features a new guest every week, from sex workers to sex educators to everyday people whose experiences with sex and sexuality can be just as enlightening, shocking, and hilarious. Find the Bedpost podcast on iTunes and follow our social media starting with bedpost.ca. I'll be waiting.